the um, this week the podcast or let's see it was um, I've been watching um, tending to watch things on Rumble more than YouTube um, and um, it was the Elijah streams this week um, just I, maybe just Friday yeah it was just Friday um, Johnny Enlow was on um, excellent um, excellent podcast in the midst of it um, Jeff is one of their technicians. He can pop in and out of the screens, kind of helps with the, the calls and keeping things connected. Um, real neat young, young man. And uh, he interrupts them, Johnny and Steve talking, and he's like, um, guys, I, uh, I, sorry to interrupt you, but <clears throat> YouTube just kicked us off. We got a strike. And uh, they know they've been on the fringe. And of course, a lot of these, um, a lot of these people are trying to um, be careful what words they use and what they talk about and use code words, but um, they're, you know, they're watching, they're being watched. And uh, kicked them off as one strike, that means they can't post anything for a week, and um, it's like, well, here we go. So um, Steve looks at Johnny, just says to Johnny, he says, well, go for it, don't worry about it now. You know, it's like um, we've, we've waited for this to come, and so it will come. It's excellent stuff. Um, I'll just leave it at that. I really highly recommend that. Another thing that I've really been blessed by is um, um, Robin Bullock. And um, he also has been on Elijah Streams. And the last couple, um, I be actually, I began to talk about tithing. I felt to go back, talk about this, because I felt we needed our faith back boosted about what you already do, but it's important to do it with faith and to understand that there is a, a repercussion, a reward. Um, there's a lot about that, and um, I just felt to revisit it. After I did that, and I know that this is a subject that Robin Bullock talks about, has in the past, though I haven't heard him much, all of a sudden he comes back onto this subject. So especially those last two sessions, uh, they call them the intelligence briefings that are on with uh, um, Steve Schultz on Elijah Streams. Um, excellent stuff. And so I listened to, I believe it was Monday that this podcast came out. And I've already been re-looking at the scriptures, kind of revisiting this for a neat purpose, a good purpose. And... Um, Robin comes out with that, and boy, I really, I really got impacted by it. Like, it, it brought, like, and this is what the Word of God is supposed to do to us. And then an anointed preacher on top of that uh, will just really make things alive and impact you. And it was so significant, and I've been looking back at and, and revisiting Abram that we knew that gave a tenth of all that he had to Melchizedek, this high priest that came and just all Melchizedek was, was showed up and blessed him. There may be more to this story, but we don't know a whole lot um, about Melchizedek. And uh, he comes, he blesses Abram after a very unique situation. And I talked about that and he blesses him and Abram gives a tenth of all to, to him. This wasn't out of law, this wasn't out of ob obligation. This was out of a, a, a response to give to something that he had received from. And uh, 
and, and he gave a tenth. And so then you start to begin, you see how often this comes up. And Robin Bullock says, starts teaching on this and says something I, never had, I had never looked at before. And he said, tithing's right there in the Garden of Eden. The Lord had one tree that he said, don't eat of this tree. Like, this is my tree. And of course, there was a warning. The day you do, you will die. But it's like, this tree is mine in the midst. Don't eat the fruit from it. You can eat the fruit from all, freely eat from all the other trees, but don't eat from this one, one tree. And Robin's like, that, that is the tithe. There is an amount that belongs to the Lord. As you look at tithing in, in uh, Malachi, uh, where Malachi chapter 3, the Lord actually asks Israel, he says, you've robbed from me. Like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. How have we robbed from God? He said, you've, you've not tithed. You've robbed from me by not, paying, by not giving tithes and offerings. So we see that. And then another person that, that gave an offering that you could assimilate the tithe was Noah. First thing he does when he gets off that boat that had to have been quite an experience, you know, we just read the, you know, a few, a few short a chapter or so we see the whole story and blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, wow, what would it have been like to actually be on that? I mean, a lot of, lot of issues. Matter of fact, I think, uh, I know Brady and Maria have gone this weekend just to get away on a little trip and they're down visiting the Ark down in Kentucky, which is an amazing, I encourage, for especially adults. It's kind of designed for kids, but it's not for kids, it's for adults. Because it's phenomenal, the creativity, and the it's a real replica of the Ark, and it is well done and absolutely fascinating. If you care anything about structure, what it took to do this, all the elements, and uh, Kent Ham is one of the um, real... Um, uh, inspirations of all of that and the books that he's written on creation. And uh, it's, it's just amazing. When Noah gets off of that boat, it says he takes from all of the clean animals and all the clean birds and gives an offering to the Lord. Now, the earth has just been absolutely devastated by a flood. This is the moment your wife looks at you and says, Honey, we probably should keep all those because what we got is all there is. There's no more. I mean, the temptation to not give that as an offering would be there in reality. Any of you live in reality? Real houses with real wives and husbands and kids and bills and things to take care of? I mean, you have these like, oh, can we afford that? The question is, can you afford not to honor the Lord? And if you do, it cannot be out of obligation or out of fear. It needs to be out of faith because anything that's without faith is sin. That's why religious duty is so dangerous, maybe some of the most dangerous, because you're doing something out of, out of another reason rather than out of faith. Faith has a joyful expectation about it. And God is very clear. He wants us to understand there are eternal rewards for obeying. There are eternal rewards for believing. There are eternal rewards for following him. And where I came out of, we didn't like to talk about, not really. There was this sense of, 
the real Christian gives for naught, does for naught, obeys for naught, like it was a, a mixture of the poverty spirit mentality with some religious whatever there. And the more you suffer, bleed and die, the more you do without, the more spiritual you are. Selah? Even today, be careful about being, impre being impressed with people that suffer a lot or do things, you know. It's like, that's only good if that's their road to walk and it's, it's out of obedience and it's what the Spirit's leading them to. But it, in itself, it is nothing. It is only the just shall live by sacrifice. No, it doesn't say that. The just shall live by doing without. No, it doesn't say that. The just shall live by being run over by everything and everyone. No, it doesn't say that either. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by believing. And so it, it's been a struggle for me to believe. Now, the Lord's been helping me all of my life, giving me gifts in spite of myself and taking care of me in spite of myself, making sure that I have what I couldn't have got about myself. But I still have this, um, I have the default to go back and earn things and to create and make things, whatever. So uh, to to earn it, to fix it, to, you know, to do it on my own. Like it's a default, like it's there. And in the back of my spirit, I'm not even saying in the back of my mind, but in the back of my spirit is this whisper of seek the Lord about it. Like put him first. Give, sow a seed to receive a need. And so <clears throat> you mix this stuff with <clears throat> this this teaching and this, I mean, it's just full of faith listening to Robin talk about this because he, he has such a story. And his story goes back to when he was first saved. All he knew since he was 14 years old was the world of music and entertainment. And he was loading buses for traveling when he was 14 years old and, and traveling with a band and grew up in that. And that's how he made his living. And that's, he, was, he was very good at it. He's a good musician, and his wife was as, as well. And then his life got interrupted with a salvation experience, a real one, because he went, Lord, I can't go back into that life. It was nightclubs and, and et cetera. It was like that was the scene. I can't, I can't go back to that. I'll get sucked right back into it. He was, uh, he was a wise man. He's like, I can't afford to mess with that. It'll pull me right back. I've got to stay away from that thing, and I don't, that was the only way I knew how to make a living, and I don't know what to do. And, and his story is, Jesus said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to have you be a carpenter like I was. And so he started making children's furniture. He had a couple tools, and that's what he did. And he starts going through this story of making furniture, selling enough to buy some weenies, and that's a funny thing. He's from Alabama, and that, you know they're the little red hot dogs, whatever. He said in there, dyed red, and I was, you know, I was like, yeah, I've seen those, you know. And you, if you squeeze them with your hand, you have red dye on your hands, like you know. And he says they were just the cheapest thing you could buy. That's you know, we buy a package of weenies and some white bread. Remember that white bread that had all the nutrition in it? That white bread that was robbed from all the nutrition, you know giving back to you with a few things. And like here, this is, you know, build strong bodies. And uh, he, he just, it's funny, he talks about that. And that's what he, and then the Lord starts asking him, give me that 
dollar and so cents and give me that small amount. Give, me, give, give that to me. It's like, oh, this is hard. I'm going to feed my family. And he learned how to give to the Lord. And man, when you're given everything, when you have nothing, it's a big deal. It's the widow's might. It's the Willy Wonka uh, golden ticket in the kingdom. It doesn't look like not much, but it gets you in like it's huge. When you give the little, sometimes that little is a lot more valuable than, than the large, the big, the impressive, right? And, and he learned how to give to the Lord, and the Lord supernaturally provided for him. Great, great stories. But this was, he, the Lord instructed in him in, in this and taught him in this. And he said, I, I, was, I learned to give to live. Like an, That's how I, I, when the Lord asked me to give, I gave. He said, but that got addictive and pretty soon... I began to live to give because there was so much excitement and joy in it. And he gives testimony of even ungodly people, very ungodly people, but they had a consciousness. They tapped into the principle of tithing and sowing and, and, and prospered in doing that. He, and he says, because he rubbed shoulders with Hollywood and different people, and he said, you wouldn't believe the people that are very successful and do even bad things, but they're blessed because they, they give, they tithe, they're charitable. They're, it's like, wow. He said, because there's a principle, he teaches this, it's a really good teaching. Seed, sow, and harvest. And he said, it's a, it's a kingdom principle. It's as valid as, as gravity. And when you give and when you're generous, when you sow into things, you, you reap back for that. It comes back to you. So he develops this, and then you see uh, an, another person in the Bible that <clears throat> I didn't realize uh, this about Jacob, but it's true. He made a vow, and uh, let's see if I can find my notes on this. I, I don't think I got to it the last time I was sharing <clears throat> Jacob chapter, Jacob chapter 20, there's not a Jacob. Genesis chapter 28, verses uh, 20 through 22. And it's this situation we all, all heard about Jacob's ladder. He goes to sleep on a rock, literally. He uses a rock for a pillow. And in that, he has this vision. And he sees God standing and a ladder and angels ascending, descending, ascending. De I mean, it was quite an experience. It was real. He wakes up from that, realizes God is in this place. He says, God is in this place. And he, said, he, he takes this stone in verse 22. This stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house. Because in, in this, let me back up to verse 20. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and keep me in this way that I am going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God and this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house and of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. So here's Jacob tithing. Not because there was a law set in place, not because there was a, but he did it out of a, a, a response, an appropriate response to give unto the Lord this amount. And, and so, uh, he, he, so here it shows up again how, how valuable it is. We can 
get to this place where there's a complacency, a duty. I mean, even us, even me. And we're just giving without giving in faith and doing that in faith every month. And there's a there's a difference. Like all can we we started our church because we wanted to stop being religious and we wanted to sing songs that had passion and were real worship. And, and uh, there were all these reasons, these reasons that we said we're coming out from among that and we, we want to be free to worship and free to do some things and free to believe some things and get back to being a, a New Testament church rather than what, what religion had become for us. That was our story. And, and in that... It's funny, it didn't take long as I observed and watched myself and us. There were things you start to fall back into that you thought, oh, we're not going to be that way anymore. But all of a sudden, there it is again. So it's not like it's easy. You've got to, you've got to stay on your game to make sure that doesn't creep back. Pretty soon, you're falling into all the same trapping. So it is a, it's part of the task that's given to us to... And this is why it's so important that we keep the word in front of us to follow and keep renewing ourselves and reminding ourselves this is the way, walk in it. And, and if you don't, aren't diligent about that, Joshua was, was uh, admonished with this or exhorted with this, stay in this word, meditate on this day and night so that you don't depart from it, so that you can prosper and be blessed as you go. I, I had a... Um, I mean, real life. So um, this week, uh, I think, yeah, I think this took place this week. I noticed a, noticed something uh, earlier <clears throat> before, before well, you know, earlier than this week, but didn't know what it was. It was something was showing up in my emails. I'm like, what is it? This is an old account. Like, this shouldn't be here and whatever. And there's notices on it. We've well, got to watch for scam things now. And it's like, I'm like, this doesn't even, this can't even be real. But about a year ago, I won't go into the details, it's too embarrassing, but about a year ago, I did something and I made a mistake. I didn't realize that at the time I had made a mistake. And a charge kept coming out of my account and because it looked like something else, I wasn't paying attention to it. And, it had been, and all of a sudden, something had changed. Probably a credit card had expired that it was drawn from. And... All of a sudden, there was, I'm getting these notices from it that I didn't know it even existed. So, in the end, it was my fault when I looked into it. I'm like, what is this? And it's like, oh my gosh, something slipped by. Should have seen it, should have noticed it. I had nothing to do but go, yep, I've got to pay this. So, I'd been paying for it. Then, I really had to pay for it. And... It really deeply bothered me. The biggest thing is, is the feeling that's associated, like what went wrong? And there was that sense. I had to ask a real question before I could even face Phyllis about it. Like she wasn't upset. It's just that embarrassment thing. How did this get in? How did this happen? How, like, because I have this knowledge, according to the promises of Malachi, that the Lord will rebuke the devourer. Like, I need to be protected in my stuff. And everybody else, anybody else? Hopefully you all understand, I don't care how good you are with finances and with your stuff. You need to be protected by somebody bigger than you, I, whatever. 
And so I count on that. And when things go wrong, it's the first question I ask is like, what is this? What? Why? How did that get in? And there was no one to blame. I was like, wow. Wow. There were like a, several things that I should have caught this and I didn't. Like, just, just me and I need help. So how did this slip in? And it, it really pressed me. Like sometimes really bad feelings about something have a very good effect on you because they make you ask questions that you weren't asking before. And you go, what was the crack? How did the enemy get in to steal from me, to rob from me? And I tithe, I tithe. But I had to look and I went, I've been sloppy about it. I and and I have not I realized in this moment of looking at this haven't been applying faith to that it's been more out of duty I should and I'm late and I'm this and I'm that and you know just it's not good embarrassing but that it's just it's just how I was doing it like I don't even do thing do that with other things but I do that with that or I I I had to admit I've been doing that with that and so at that time I, that had happened, and then I listened to this last teaching by Robin Bullock, and there's so much, it's a real, there's a real impartation of faith in this last message, just like there was before. And it really, like, I got excited about giving with faith. In, you know, I just got an upgrade on it, like, wow. It was just like, this is amazing. Of all the things we do, like, this has got to be in place. And then the other things you do are under that. And so I had this renewed, like, like, wow, it felt good. Like I got an upgrade through a problem, but it was worth it because I, I, I went, I needed, I needed to see this. I needed this to happen it, because it showed me something. And I, I made the adjustment. It was simple. But I saw what I, I knew I saw, what I needed to see, and I went, I need to really apply faith to this and be, and be diligent. And the Lord's been blessing me, and I watch this with people that faithfully tithe. The Lord blesses them. Are you protected from problems? No, things happen, stuff happens. But the Lord sees you through it. Kurt perfect, beautifully referred to this this morning. We have troubles, but the Lord sees you through it all. You go through it with your job, but the Lord sees you through it. That's the difference. There are threats and insinuations and things you're like, oh, my God. You know, you're nervous for a while. Anybody been nervous, you know, lately? Like, you can be nervous about how is this going to work out? Is it going to keep on? Am I done? Am I, you know, what do I do if this happens? And we, we get in this whatever but those that give and, and, and tithe faithfully, like I watch, the Lord sees them through it all. And in time, there's a, the Lord, you go, wow, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm prospering. Like Phyllis and I are like, we're prospering. We're doing, we're doing really well from where we, we used to come. You know, you were doing good to have $7 in your checkbook through most of the month, you know. You get paid gone and then the rest of the week you're watching the check you're watching dollars like oh wow that was uncomfortable but you know it was the way we lived 
Not knowing how, I mean, some of us were like stuck. I'm referring to myself. Like I didn't even know how to make more money or what to do, how to increase that. I watch everybody around me prospering and doing well. And I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't seem to break out of things. It's been a journey. And, and then I go back and I started to share, I shared this maybe a, a month ago when I was beginning this, like the gifts and the things the Lord has done supernaturally in spite of me. I, I, keep, I keep trying to be faithful in, in these areas, in tithing and this and that. And then gifts come. It's like, Wow, this comes. Then, oh yeah, and then there was that. And, there was, and you start to remember all the supernatural provisions. It's like, wow, Lord, you saw, you saw us through that. You provided for us. In some ways we're natural, in some ways we're totally supernatural, and some things were surprises, and some things were whatever. And, and so as I, as I began to work and walk through things, Whatever I did, I did it as under the Lord. I did it prayerfully. I start this little business of construction and doing, and, and it's very blessed, and it is a blessing when I do it. A, a, a while ago, this last year, a little over a year, I, I started to invest some money. Not big amounts, but I, but I approached it this way. There's the parable, I forget where it's at, in Matthew, that, that Jesus rebukes the man. He gives these three servants money and then goes on a trip. And guess who got in trouble? The guy that took the money and buried it in his backyard. So the moral of the story is you can trust him when he gives you stuff to multiply it because it's attached to him. And so I took that principle to the Lord. It's like, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing, but we have no security and I'm going to trust you to show me how to invest some money, invest things, and begin. And it was very, very small. But he blessed it, prospered it and in different areas. Like, wow, I'm unlikely to prosper in those areas. But the Lord has blessed me. Why? Because I put him first. When you give as unto the Lord, uh, and, and you have, and you Get a grip of this, like this giving, this generosity. You know, you can't outgive God. You, you really can't. And when you understand that if you put him first, he'll definitely open up. How many of you know you need your stuff blessed? You do. I don't care what warranty you have on your new washer machine. You better have the Lord bless it. Like, I'll, I'll pray over it. You, you want the Lord to bless your finances. And... Um, Robin Bull, I like, we don't like to talk about that, but the reality is it's attached to everything. Money is, and your, and your finances being blessed. Like almost everything you go to do takes money. Ministry or not, like it's all, there's, there's this thing, you know. And, and so you want that to be blessed. You want it to prosper. And you want that your endeavors and what you step out into, don't you want that blessed? Or do you just want to go out on your own and prove yourself? Now, I can have that mentality about stuff but i have learned to pray in everything and trust the lord in everything and and believe it's like when your faith level's there then if there's a challenge you just rise up and go oh 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 get your get your get your hands back off of that i found um the theme song how many of you watch the chosen the the whatever that's on 
Well, I always wonder what that, you know, that theme song that's on there, and it, it starts like really cool music. I'm thinking it, they probably found some secular music somewhere. It, it's not. It's from the group We the People. And um, if I'm correct, uh, some of them, like there's this girl that sings, and then her, I think it's her husband and brothers, whatever, and the last name Cash is showing up, and I really think they're connected to Johnny Cash, like to the family Johnny Cash. And they're, they're great musicians, and they have this country whatever, and they sing this song called Don't Tread on Me. And it's the theme song to The Chosen. It's, it's on there. It's like, whoa. And it's like, you've done it now. You've gone against the king. You've gone against the crown. You know, like, it's, yeah, it's good. If I'd have thought, been thinking, I'd have had Adam play it. But anyways, it's, it's, it's like you get this attitude. It's like, and it's, uh, it's the, the southern, if I can remember how the words are, it's that, southern way of talking it's like you know get on out of here come you know move out like it's just this talk like to the devil get out of my life get out of here you're not staying here you get out you go and it's there's this attitude when you when you know the lord is for you you get this this pushback about the lord devil taking your stuff that's healthy where does that come from? That comes from believing that your father gave you this. Hey, 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 that's my stuff. And, and you have this whole different attitude rather than as soon as something starts to go wrong, you go down the tubes because you're depressed because you think something's wrong. It's like, you want your kids to look like, act like that? Do I, do I want my grandson to act like that or something? No, no, I want him to be confident. I want him to know that if I gave him something, he's blessed. If, that it, it, things that are his, that are truly his, there is. The Lord gives us things, and he, and he gives them in a, in a way that it's like, now, if he's asking for it, then yeah, yield. Don't come up against that spirit of Yahweh. It's like, yeah, don't, don't fight that spirit. But when you come to this place of, of believing and that 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 you're generous and that you give. The, you start to listen to these men. You can listen with faith. We were listening to another man named Bull Plony. And, and they start referring to scriptures like we're to lend to the nations. He said, did you read that scripture? I forget where, where it was from. He says, we're to lend, lend to the nations. Not just lend to the relatives and lend to your neighbor. Like we're to prosper and be blessed. It's, it should be, Honestly. Part of our, our testimony. That what we touch, this is the Psalms one man, whatever you put your hand to prospers. There's, there's really no, troubles, that's, yep, yeah, we're on the planet, that's fine. Troubles are one thing, but not prospering and not being able to get out of that hole and not ever, ever overcoming, that's really not kingdom. Tap into with faith that the Lord is with you so that you, you see, there's, it doesn't matter who it is, the wealthy. What matters is, are they righteous or are they unrighteous? If they're righteous, they'll do righteous things with their money and their, and their wealth, which the Lord loves. If they're unrighteous, they'll do unrighteous things with their wealthy. It doesn't matter whether they're Christian, in the ministry, whatever, it doesn't matter. There's this attitude like um, there's been like anybody in the ministry, if they prosper too much, then like, 
you know, that's, that's, that's wrong. It's not wrong in itself. Uh, we had Kevin Zadai here. Kevin Zadai was really sponsored by uh, Jesse Duplantis. And he comes with this story of how generous Jesse Duplantis is. Now, Jesse's really prosperous. But he's a righteous man. And, and Kevin's telling us, like, because I don't have access to those people. He tells us, you wouldn't believe how much he gives. I mean, when they give, they give big amounts. They, they give amounts that change things when they give. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having some of that, huh? Ask yourself the question, are you righteous? Do you have righteous values? Would you do righteous things with wealth if you had it? And if so, then don't resist it. Just cast that off and let the Lord bless you. Because the percentages of the Lord prospering us are pretty high. Actually, big numbers. 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe the level of how much you prosper has to do with how much you give and how faithful you are with being generous and with tithing and putting first things first, like honoring and get this between this really it really it's not between you and the church it's it's between you and Jesus it's between you and the Lord and when you see the principle and you just are face to face with this you go Lord this this is yours and I I, I give it to you willingly because I know what's attached to this Malachi chapter 3 is attached to this you'll open up the windows of heaven like this is a good deal this is a great return. Why wouldn't I do that? And you're a good father, and why wouldn't you promise me that? And if you promised me that, I didn't ask you to promise me that, but you did promise me that. And if I put you first, and I follow you, and I honor you, you'll bless me. You'll keep me in all my ways. You'll, you'll bless what I have so that I can steward things for your kingdom. So the, my testimony is that the Lord takes care of me. Phyllis and I love, we have really gotten to enjoy just riding down to like Amish country. And, and uh, um, one of the things that we love, the, I don't really care that much for the shops and the this and the that. But, but we love driving through the countryside and looking at what? What, what, what is unique about driving down there? Everything is so neat and clean and prosperous. I mean, listen, guess what? Guess who has a reputation if they show up at a sale, if you're going to get a good chance to bid on that house? <laughs> oh, the Amish are here. Yeah, Mennonites are here. Forget it. Why is that? Because in their diligence... And yeah, I'm not supporting the whole thing. They can be very legalistic and this and that. But man, they prosper. Hartville Hardware. That is, that turned, it started just, it's in a, a very conservative community. And they are blessed. And every, you drive into Hartville and wow, there's a difference. Going to Hartville Hardware, which is now as big as any Lowe's or whatever, Menards, 
There's Christian music often playing in the, you know, on the loud, the speaker system. I'm good with that. I like that. I deal with kind lumber and charm, and it's like there's this, there's this righteousness about, there's this, like the Lord's, the Lord's blessing it. That lumber yard, this just, it should be the most backward group of people on the planet. Their delivery, free delivery for their trucks for building materials, especially if you have an account there, is 150-mile radius. <laughs> I think Ashley's like, hey, I saw a climb lumber truck almost to Pennsylvania. I'm like, 150 miles, man. Mm -hmm. what is that they're prospering they're blessed they're diligent i love dealing with them because they're so diligent and there's a there's a there's a whole wholesomeness about it that's that's attractive you go down into amish country at any given time when the weather's pretty you can hardly drive around because the traffic's so bad it's ridiculous what is that? People, people are, I don't think they even know what they're drawn to. Though the lines at some of the restaurants are down the sidewalk. Take a number, like make a reservation three months in advance. I mean, it's like, it's really, what is that? What's attracting them? Is the food really that much better? I don't even like half of that home cooking stuff. I'd rather have Phyllis's cook, Yeah. It's not all that, it's just, it is, you know, it's potatoes and chicken and you can get one of them any place, you know. But there, there's something else that draws, there's this wholesomeness that's, a, that's attractive. And, and, and this diligence and this, this uh, uh, striving to be excellent in what they do. That's, that's to be our mark. That, that there's this beauty, that there's this wholesome, there's attractive. Our, our houses, our homes, as, they don't have to be, it's not about the material part of it. It's about, it's about the, the hospitalities that's there. It, it's, a, it's about the, the just, there's, you, can, you can have a home that's inviting and have a home that's perfect that's not inviting. We've all experienced that. There are places you just feel like, pulling yourself up, sitting down on the couch or the chair, and, you know, oh, I, I can rest here. This feels good. Just, just take care of what you have. But there's this, this, this blessing that follows, and, and it's to be an earmark. We don't have to run from it, be apologetic about it. And most of all, I want you to believe. You, you do the giving. Make sure you're doing the believing. And I just confessed. I even, I even caught myself... Just not doing this belief, not with diligence. And the Lord's like, doesn't like that in us. He doesn't, he doesn't like you just going through the motions and doing something just because. He wants, he wants you to know that when you do it, you're pleasing him. That there's a, re, there's a response from heaven for it. That he'll take care of you. That he will bless you. And that you can't outgive him. Be generous. Like you get those those urgings to give, do it. Give. Give something to strangers. They're like, what? Why, why would you do that? Like, don't, because, because my father takes care of me. 
it's on my heart, and he put it on my heart. And I, here, I want to bless you with this. Do you know the language that speaks in a world that's so weird and getting weirder right now, more tense? Like you, you break all kinds of barriers when you're just, you're just kind. Sometimes some of you have paid for somebody's groceries ahead of you. Maybe they forgot their, I mean, that's embarrassing. You forgot your this or your that or your card doesn't work. I mean, stuff can happen any given time. And to be able to say, hey, I'll just pay that for you. Just, you know, oh, how could you? It's like, just do it to the next person or whatever. You know, like, just let me, it's, it's fine. It's good. It, it change, they go home going, wow, wow, I just got a kiss. They don't even know what to call it. I just got a kiss of kindness. It, it changes dynamics. It changes attitudes. It changes atmospheres. And the more the enemy has you in fear, the more live in the counterculture. I'm going to give. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to keep doing the right things for the right reasons. I'm going to live to please my father. I will not succumb to fear. I'm going to take, I'm going to take risks because, because the Lord actually will rebuke me if I go bury it in the backyard. When you really look at that parable, you're like, oh, I can be a backyard barrier, you know? I can be like a hang on to it, don't. But no, I, I want to I be willing to learn and to take a risk and, and to do it with, with asking, praying through it. Lord, protect this. And I ask you to bless this. And I've had, the Lord's been really great. It's amazing what, what I've, I've received. So I want to encourage you, attach faith to your faithfulness, attach faith to your giving, attach, attach believing to your health. And this applies to relationships, it applies to everything. When you sow friendship, you'll receive it. When you show kind, kindness, you'll receive it. When you invest in people, you'll receive that back. There's a principle at work. Sowing, seed, sow, sowing, and harvest. And in order for it to come back, you've got to put it in the ground. You have to be willing to let it rot. <laughs> like it literally, you know, sowing a seed is really kind of a nasty picture. There's a moment where it's dead and rotting, except it goes, bloop. A sprout comes forth, and it grows into a plant. And now it will bear much fruit, yes? So don't give under compulsion. Give as the Lord gives seed to the, to the farmer. He gives seed to the sower. There's seed for sowing. There's seed for eating. And only wisdom can show you the difference for your life. Know what to sow. Know what to, know what to eat. Know what to keep. Know how to know how to, to do this, but it's, it's a matter of coming with wisdom and believing that the Lord will bless you, keep you, and will take care of you. So Father, today in Jesus' name, I just pray over our families to prosper, to continue to prosper. And Lord, we just give ourselves to believing fully in all that you promised that you would do. That you will bless our seed that you increase our testimony and our witness. 
We do want to be influencers. We do want to have a testimony. We do want to be attractive for your namesake. Because the anointing, the glory you put on us when you smile on us, there's a beauty. There's a blessing. You give us the grace to overcome You give us the grace to prosper. You give us the grace to to know how to live. And that affects many people just because you are with us or God is with us. And you give us wisdom to administrate and and to be diligent in these things. We just ask you that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.